Hello and welcome back to Coffee Time with AHK Vienna, a podcast about economic development, trade and investment opportunities, human resources, and scale labor development in Vietnam, Myanmar, Cambodia, and Laos. In today's episode, we will dive into a thriving relationship between Germany and Laos. Laos is a developing economic at the heart of Southeast Asia, bordered by Myanmar, Cambodia, China, Thailand, and Vietnam. Laos and Germany started diplomatic relations in 1958 and bilateral cooperation started in 1963. To learn more about this connection and what Laos awaits German business with its resources, we are honored to have Madame Ambassador German Ambassador to Laos as our esteemed guest in this conversation. First of all, thank you very much to uh, Madame Ambassador for joining us today. It's very important for us uh, to hear from you to, to give a message uh, to uh, Germans and the people who are interested in Lao that on the um, you know, diplomatic level, on the government level, that uh, the different perspective into the business to give the right message uh, to, to our audience. And thank you very much for joining us today. And um, for you being here for two years as ambassador representing Germany and, and also having um, a strong relationship between government to government on the ground. Uh, it is very great contribution for our episode today uh, to, to hear your perspective as well as um, uh, diplomat precisely for business related today. And I'm uh, very happy that you are joining. Would you like to uh, also um, say introduction before uh, we start our conversation today? Thank you very much, Fiona, for this very kind introduction. Thank you very much for inviting me uh, to have this uh, exchange, this discussion about Laos. I think this is a very good opportunity uh, for the German Embassy and for this country uh, to introduce Laos to people who are interested um, in this small country, very much in the center of uh, Southeast Asia and uh, let me say that I'm very pleased that the German Chamber of Commerce and Industry in Vietnam is now in charge uh, of uh, Laos and um, this is not our first meeting and mm -hmm. I'm very much looking forward to more meetings uh, with the Chamber yeah. and to find ways to um, to deal with this country, to help this country, and to introduce this country yeah. uh, to uh, German business. Yeah, uh, thank you for that. Uh, as a chamber, we are also very, very uh, happy that we got opportunity to help Lao uh, together with you to promote this country potential. And then, um, so today episode, we intend to give a message uh, about uh, we will. Uh, uh, dig into the uh, what is the challenge potential as for us you know what uh, German interests should look into recommendations etc so this is something that we want to have it as initial as chapter one for all the German to look at it to understand the bigger picture of Lao today this is the message that we want to deliver from this episode uh, to start with the first questions, we, uh, you as a Madame Ambassador how would you characterize the nature of German relationship with Lao uh, from your perspective? I 
think before I start talking about characteristics mm -hmm. of uh, our bilateral relations, I would like to say a few words about uh, Laos and the immediate uh, neighborhood. Uh, first of all, I think it's quite obvious Laos is a landlocked country. It has no access uh, to the sea. And it is, as I already mentioned, in the heart of Southeast Asia between different, very different neighbors. Uh, big neighbors uh, such as China, Vietnam, Cambodia and Thailand. And I think over the last years, um, this uh, smaller country has been overshadowed by its quite dynamic and large neighborhood. Let's start with Vietnam. Uh, Laos and Vietnam have a very close relationship. Um, uh, they fought alongside in the Indochina War, and, um, and this I, I would like to come back later, I think. Uh, Vietnam and Laos share uh, to be ruled by a one-party system. Uh, Laos and Vietnam uh, are politically uh, very strong partners. They have, a, I would even call it, an unbreakable relationship, a so-called special relationship. Uh, but uh, while Vietnam is Laos' most important political partner, uh, a brother in arms, um, uh, Laos has quite close uh, relations with Thailand uh, because uh, they have close relations uh, for cultural reasons. And in addition, and this is, I think, also important for people interested in uh, doing business here, uh, Thailand is the most important trading partner uh, of Laos. When we talk about Laos, of course, we also have to talk about China, the big neighbor in the north. Uh, and of course, Laos and China uh, are very often mentioned uh, in the context of debt trapped. It is true, um, Laos has a big debt burden and China as the biggest uh, investor in Laos accounts for half uh, of this uh, debt amount. But still, um, China is also the country uh, who has built um, the Laos-China railway. Um, I would say it is the most important and the most visible infrastructure investment um, in this country and indeed the centerpiece of China's Belt and Road Initiative. Having said this, I would like to come now uh, to Germany and uh, the relationship uh, between Laos and Germany. So the most important message is uh, Germany uh, enjoys an excellent reputation in this country. West Germany um, established diplomatic relations 65 years ago and East Germany in the founding year of Lao PDR in 1975. The good and the friendly relations, I would say, are based on the support of both of East and West Germany as a whole. But I think there is one very important point. The 3,000, around 3,000 Lao people who studied or completed a vocational training in East Germany, who are the basis of the fact that people keep in mind um, the heritage of East Germany and uh, by the way, all, even our embassy uh, is uh, a heritage um, of this very good relations um, between Laos and um, East Germany. And so these uh, 3,000 people who once studied and lived for quite a while in Germany, um, we still benefit from their good remembrance and the good relationship and the good time they passed um, in Germany. 
Thank you. Uh, this is a really um, uh, insightful how the relationship is uh, as it is now, and uh, and uh, there is uh, progress and prospects uh, involved in this relationship. Um, and the next question would be: uh, Could you outline some of the initiatives taken by the German embassy to enhance? this uh, bilateral relationship you just mentioned earlier, especially in economic uh, focus part. Mm -hmm. Yes, Laos um, aims to move beyond the least developed country status. This is a very important target for this country and uh, this will happen in 2026. This means, uh, as a country which is still uh, a least developed country, our bilateral relations very much focus on development cooperation. Um, however, and I think this I have to mention, uh, in the framework of the so-called reform process of the Ministry for Economic um, Cooperation and Development, I mean, our uh, ministry, the BMZ, um, it decided in 2020 to phase out bilateral uh, development cooperation. And uh, I was very much convinced that this, uh, this decision was a mistake. And fortunately, also, uh, the new government in 2021 um, uh, understood that uh, we should revise this, um, this decision. And I would say this was maybe one of the first uh, and most important um, initiatives uh, the embassy um, took um, when I uh, started my term in uh, 2021. And so this, we call it the exit from the exit, mm -hmm. uh, was a kind of cornerstone of our bilateral cooperation. Um, otherwise, I think we would have lost uh, a very strong basis um, of our bilateral relation. But, um, and I think this is also important to know, um, the bilateral economic relations are still quite weak. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody knows Thailand, everybody knows Vietnam, but Laos is still pretty unknown. And my personal target um, uh, when I started my term here was and still is to make Laos more visible, more visible in Berlin, but also in the business um, community. That's why I'm very, very glad that we can do today this podcast yeah. to promote, as you said, to promote um, the bilateral economic relations and possibilities um, for this country. Yeah. I would like to mention um, other initiatives we have taken, and this is um, about infrastructure. Of course, good infrastructure is the basis uh, for uh, uh, economic uh, relations for doing business. And um, connectivity is a real weak point um, in Laos. I already mentioned uh, the railway. Um, the railway, of course, was a milestone uh, for this country and Laos really could catch up and gain brownie points um, with the railway. Um, and that, um, but the railway, of course, is not all. It needs more than just a railway. It also needs good um, network of roads. And that was the reason why uh, my embassy strongly advocated mm -hmm. that the EU uh, co-finances uh, the rehabilitation and expansion of the east-west connection in northern Laos just uh, to uh, make the train, the railway, a little bit more visible. This is a north-south connection. And what uh, I mentioned, um, the EU uh, will co-finance is uh, east-west road. So really to connect 
uh, people uh, in other parts of the country with the railway. And what we uh, did also an initiative of the embassy uh, was to promote um, rural construction, uh, rural roads uh, to be constructed around this uh, northern um, uh, road, the national road number two, which, by the way, will connect Thailand and Vietnam. What I want to say is it is not just a project in Laos, it is a regional pr uh, uh, project and which will help, um, I'm very much convinced, to integrate Laos into the ASEAN economic community, to integrate it into the uh, regional um, economic um, network. And I also think that more um, uh, infrastructure will make, of course, this country more visible and, of course, more interesting for investors. I absolutely agree with you. Thank you for that. Um, you mentioned this infrastructure and, and, and I also would like to, to agree on top of what you said. Um, this, if we can help Lao to develop infrastructure from where they are and more than what they have, then it will help Lao to have this cross-border trade within the region, within neighbor countries, then how, that's how they can also help to develop this regional ASEAN level on, on the trade, uh, by developing the trade, uh, cross-border trade. And then also, um, it's not only the uh, bilateral trade with, between Ger uh, Germany, it also if they have this, can grow the regional level, that's how Lao can attract the, the German from the region to look into the Laos as well. How the connectivity, the trade flow, that also will give them confidence from the region, that uh, German co uh, company that are already in the region, that's how they can see as a to, the potential to diversify their business or protections or manufacturing that, uh, that they have in mind. That is a really great point. Uh, thank you for bringing this uh, connectivity between the countries as well. Going to the next question, uh, from your perspective, what are significant cuts are different that uh, German might face or expect when they do business or traveling or, you know, as, as a, what will be the culture uh, shock that can expect and can, should prepare on that? Yes, that's a very good question. Um, I think German companies, they have to be aware Laos is a one-party state um, with all its, I would say, special characteristics. But also China and Vietnam have shown that their economic policies can be very successful. So this is something you always have to, to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. First of all, I would like to mention some weak points mm -hmm. before I also uh, would like to describe uh, good opportunities mm -hmm. for German and uh, European companies. So the weak points, uh, as already mentioned, is the poor infrastructure. But as I already mentioned, we are very much aware of this um, and we are working on that together with uh, our European um, colleagues. I think another point uh, which especially um, companies from uh, Laos, from Vietnam may know, uh, is that uh, the processes here in Laos are not always very transparent. And uh, it also makes it sometimes a little bit difficult that the structures are quite formalistic. Another point um, is that uh, the country has sparse population. So you have uh, only a few centers. Uh, you have uh, Vientiane and you have 
uh, some bigger cities in the in the south, but especially in the north, uh, you do not have um, so many um, centers besides um, Luampabang, um, where it is easy to to make um, bigger business. Let's now talk about the opportunities. First opportunity, first positive thing I think is uh, the political uh, stability. I mentioned um, the population. The positive point is you have many, many young people uh, who are full of curiosity and are very eager and ready to learn, to learn more. And um, which uh, I think is also something which should be mentioned, the vocational training institution, uh, which are based, um, uh, which have as model the Lao German Technical College, which will celebrate next year uh, its 60th, so 6-0 um, anniversary. Um, I'm very, very proud that uh, we will celebrate this anniversary next year. I think what is definitely very interesting for German entrepreneurs is the availability of renewable energies, such as hydropower and wind power. Uh, green energy, uh, I, I believe, make Laos uh, attractive for energy-intensive industry. And uh, you may have heard this, uh, it is by 2030 that 78% of the electricity uh, generated will come from hydropower. Uh, and uh, it is the plan of the Lao government to make this country the battery of uh, Southeast Asia in medium term. Another uh, interesting point is that this country is rich in mineral resources. I just mentioned two, gold and copper. And um, maybe to come to uh, your questions, um, you, you ask about cultural differences. I now talked about um, opportunities and um, about um, challenges. Um, anyone um, who has knowledge of Thailand and Vietnam has a big advantage in this country because Laos, uh, as I already mentioned, has a lot in common with these two countries culturally with Thailand and politically with Vietnam. Uh, thank you, uh, Madam Ambassador. That, that was really um, to, to the point and it's very good uh, messages uh, for, for the Germans and our, our audience to know. And then I couldn't agree more when you pointed out about the, uh, the green energy sources they have here. So uh, Europeans, including and all the German companies, are also looking at it uh, to have the green energy sources in their production, manufacturing, and their business operation. Lao has this uh, opportunity to offer to this potential interest. That is also something that uh, I agree with you to promote and to see as opportunity for German interest to look in, into it, what are the, uh, uh, the good side of what Lao can offer then I, I, I couldn't agree more on that. Uh, so now we come to the, uh, the last questions. Uh, that uh, what are your aspirations for the growth of diplomat and business relations between Germany and Laos? Hmm. Well, I already mentioned the lack of access to the sea and the state of connectivity in uh, Laos, uh, which is definitely a competitive disadvantage. So we, and by that I mean the European um, embassies, the European Union, I would say the whole international community, we should continue to support Laos in improving its infrastructure 
and turning its geographical disadvantage into an advantage. So it is crucial to enable this country to take advantage of this geographically strategic location in the heart of Indochina. But for that, I would say two things are really essential. Um, as you said, to achieve a growth in diplomatic and in business relations between Laos and Germany, and I also would say uh, between Laos and other countries. First of all, I already mentioned the problem, the challenge of transparency. So it would be certainly very beneficial uh, for Laos to act in a more transparent manner. Another important point I haven't mentioned yet is the topic of capacity building. So improving the capacity of its population in general and in its workforce in particular. Um, and so I would say this point of capacity building applies to both to the private and the public sectors. Laos, as I already said, is surrounded by an extremely competitive and dynamic environment. And I'm convinced Laos is well positioned and it is well positioned um, that the spark from the dynamic neighbors such as Vietnam, China and Thailand spills over to Laos. But to ensure that this really happens, we, I mean Germany, we should support further measures in the area of technical corporations towards more transparency and more capacity. Uh, thank you very much. This is a really insightful uh, conversation we just had. And then um, one, as a one, not question, but as a message I would like you, uh, you leave as you as a diplomat and, and you know, uh, being here more than two years in Laos, what will be your important message that you want to give it to Germans who are interested now, who are looking at it in Laos, Germans from the region, Germans from uh, from the Germany and Europe, what will be your key message that you want to give it to them from this pocket? Um, when you do research about Lao PDR in the internet, you will be surprised how small the information is. So I would like to invite you to come to see this country, to see the reality on the ground. And you are very welcome um, to meet the German embassy uh, and to ask for help um, to make this country more understandable. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you again for uh, joining us today. And uh, we hope we can do uh, this type of conversations and then uh, sharing the potential of Lao, promoting Lao together with you in the future as well. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you very much. Thank you everyone for listening to today's insightful and interesting talks with Madame Ambassador. We hope this episode can give you a better picture of the relationship between Laos and Germany from a diplomat aspect. Thanks again and see you in our next episode. <laughs>